The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of classic Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off. martinvintage.com And by AJ's. When you're in West Lafayette, visit AJ's on Vine Street for an excellent selection of beer, burgers, and beefy boilermakers. EatAJ's.com And by Gridiron Metal Works. For outstanding college-themed gifts for the metallurgical fan in your life, check out the grill grates, griddle grates, koozies, and much more from the handsome boys at Gridiron Metal Works. GridironMetalWorks.com normal oh yeah yeah me yeah me i'm the one who's condescending yes oh, yeah uh, that's exactly what we're saying <laughs> yeah so our pal grant just uh before he dived into it a uh, big time boiler he said he was going to have a live call-in show last night we were trading notes on twitter and he said i, I just wrote him, i said hey i think we're gonna have a nine o'clock so if you want to do it you may not want to overlap because there's a lot of people that want to listen to both and, and he said oh, i'll do it like an appetizer it'd be great and so he he sends me a message at like 9.40. He's like, hey, did I miss it? What happened? I said, uh, Our 9 o'clock is central, even though it's not. <laughs> right, even though none of us. we're all Eastern. <laughs> we all, we're all Eastern. Right. Doc. But he said he did a call-in show, Jay. You're going to appreciate this. And it went two hours because the calls are all long. And I told him, I, I warned him. I said, hey, you got to wrangle the callers. Got to wrangle the callers. They, you don't realize how hard talk radio is until – you do that yourself like yeah the the knowing when to end the conversation knowing when to just disconnect them that, that's very difficult it's funny um, uh anish were you ever part of the live caller show you weren't i listened so what to Jay it, and i but... found we enjoyed the show doing it and then we'd listen to it we're like this is horrible <laughs> like well, i listened to it because those weren't podcasts so you didn't go back and re-listen and so it's like going to a concert where it's like when you're in the moment it sounds oh, great but then louder. don't don't go listen to it afterwards because then you'll hear the imperfections right well, right as we've talked well, about going back to then it was, was that was really a cold open right there there wasn't a lot of content so we were produ- we were providing something right that was the hazel those, those were dark That's days right. really. no it was way before hazel no yeah that. you're right it was early. that like oh eight yeah, no, it was still, uh, it was, it was still very Attila. Attila. Yeah, it's Tiller. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up uh, in a month, the site will hit sixteen years. Oh, I'm driving. What kind of car you're buying for it? <laughs> so it would be oh uh, six May. So it'd be May. We could get a license for boiled sports. Mm. True, it's driver's permit time. You just got to teach it how to drive now. Yeah. Which is already going out. Take get get getting hours with Jay. You can get your pilot's license before sixteen, right? Yeah. That's insane. Before sixteen? Think so. It's not a license. You can at least get a probationary license where you can fly with somebody else. I I took a flying lesson earlier this year, and it was fine. I'm still here. Um, that's true. Pilot who was taking me out looked really young. Now I'm under the impression I, I'm under. The, I'm hey, aware, Mister. I'm aware. Was it pulled back? That everyone <laughs> looks young to me. Yes. So I wasn't trying to. So I'm like, hey. Um, he's like, do you have any questions? And I was like, yeah. How long have you been a pilot? And he's like, um, almost two years. I was like, mm. uh, he's still measuring it in months, eighteen months. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's just a month. 16 months. That's Almost great. two years, which means like 12 months. Yeah. I was like, uh, oh, okay. Closer to two years than you. Well, right. That's right. I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not casting aspersions. I'm simply saying when you say to someone, hey, we're going to go do something where if you make a mistake, it's certain death. How long have you been doing this? And they say 25 years. You go, all right. That's fine. Ten years. You, go you keep inviting me to Purdue football games, and that could mean certain death. There's a chance. Yeah, I've been doing that for years. No, I'm very experienced. I've done this. It's for true. A long time. This is true. This is true. Well, You're right. Oh wait, not... something big happened. I just realized this, Jay. I know. This is huge. This is like your first victory. Yes, in a decade, eight years, something like that. Um, uh, at least ten. Oh my gosh! Ten. Let's let's repeat this factoid for for the listener. This is a big deal. It really. I is. don't come that often. When you look back at it, it's not. Oh, you pick often. big games on purpose, and big games for Purdue usually means certain doom. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I I so I went back. I went back season by season, this and I could not find a game I was at that Purdue won. The best I can guess, they beat Minnesota back to back years in. 11 and 12, I believe. And I think I was at at least one of those. It seemed, one seemed familiar. It was like 31 17. I feel like, I feel like I was at one of those. Um, Did they lose or win against Michigan when you were there in the rain? They lost that game. That was a Rich Rod game. They lost. It's right around the one that they won, but that was up at Michigan. That was like a year before then. Right. Right. So that's amazing to me, even to me. Like Kyle, my son turn was up ta- your, turn up your speakers, Kyle. <laughs> the reason I, the reason it came up is because my my son was talking about how he hadn't seen a win at Purdue. We were discussing that. He only been to two at Ross Eight, so he's one for two. That's not bad. Yeah. And I thought, well, when was the last time I saw one win there? And it was a depressing exercise to go back through the uh, the annals of history. But you stick but, with it because you're because you're. But I stopped it. coming during the Hazel era. I'm not sure. I might have come. I don't know if I came to any when Hazel was. I, I must have. I must. Have. I think you came to one. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I, I think you came to one. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, but yeah. So, so before we go any further, I'd like to just say welcome to the handsome hour. Uh, what? It's only I think we should in. get. I think we should get far further before introducing the podcast. Yeah, five. If six you're minutes here, you... if you're here listening, you know what the hell you're listening to. This is like. You got this yourself like, into this poison. You can't get right, out. Now right. you're here. This isn't. You don't accidentally happen upon a Purdue podcast, and and if you do, right. you're not going to happen upon ours. It's. it's well, no. no it's if you happen upon optimization, the... we don't have it. We ain't got it. <laughs> right. Right. We didn't pay the extra for it. Right. No. So, I'm Jay. I'm joined by Boiler Dowd. Hello, Anish. Hello, we're matching in our in our sweatshirts. Those of you watching on video, you'll see we're wearing the owner's exclusive Boiled Sports hoodie. Uh, a handful of you have these, so you yeah. know how special it is to have one of these. One of the um, things, this is the one of the things that Jay does for people that he cares for about. Every now and again, he'll just send them. He'll send them sweatshirts. I love how it bothers you when I do that. No, I love it. Honestly, I thought that was one of the best things you've done for the site. I thought it was really cool because the people you send it to, you've had personal connection to. We've been around at one thing or something. I thought it was great. I really did. I thought, and, and it was a total surprise to me. I got the long sleeve and the hoodie. That's great. And a, and a hat, but I gave the hat away. But not because I didn't like it. It's because a friend of mine who's an IU alum said, if you got me a BS thing, I'd wear it. And I said, I'll do that. <laughs> I have a exactly thing. Right too. And I've seen him wearing it. So it's great. Really? Yep. 
Yep. Uh, I like Dylan, who we met. We met Dylan, Dylan Kuhn, uh, over the weekend at the game. And Dylan confided that he's got a melon so big, he custom makes his own hats. And <laughs> incredible. He buys $6 hats that he knows fit him. And then he puts whatever he wants on the hat, which is a great. Like, once you find one you like, go with it. And he said he wears the Bulls sports hat because it fits him. I love it. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you, you mentioned that that was the first win I've been to in person in a long time. Now, I've been to wins. Let me be clear. Just not at Ross 8. So, I saw them win. Anish and I saw True. UConn. Uh, Dolan, oh, Dolan Internet uh, is back. Dolan, Dolan Internet is back. It's the oh revenge God. of the Dolan. Oh, it was so good. In your I know. Oh, See, here's man. the thing. The problem is that when you start talking about Purdue wins, God, just <laughs> it's like, nope, don't, you no, know, don't count too many. So, so, Anish, you were with him at UConn, right? I was. Which, is, you know, is there another that, was like a, that was like a high school stadium. It was terrible. Very he gone. He gone. <laughs> he gone. So you, you saw them lose at Rutgers. We did. Oh, 12 to 14, correct. You did not choose to go to to Maryland or Syracuse this year. No, I I really wanted to do the Maryland game, but the it's a there's a wedding, a wedding that right? Yeah. yeah I, but the, I really wanted to make win? that trip. You said there was another win. What was it? Yeah, I cut out, I guess. Are you hearing Oh, me I know. You were at the Arizona Bowl game. I was at the Foster in That's San what Francisco. I said and you guys couldn't hear me. I was at the Foster Farmers Bowl. That's a big one. I that was a great one. Yeah. Uh, By the way, hey, was... Greg McManus just signed on, and we gotta we gotta wrap it up for him. He's gotta get to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be surprised, Greg, to learn that we've just gotten going. Um, no, the Foster Farmers Bowl. Honestly, that was one of the most fun Purdue games I've ever been to, and that's a weird thing. Why? Being... Why was that so fun? Because you didn't expect anything. What was it? Because. No, not that I didn't expect anything, because it culminated Brahms' first season, which I guess you could say nobody expected anything. It it was Eli Sindelar, and you guys know how much I love Elijah Sindelar. Oh, yeah, he's great. And, and it was a cannon of an arm. And it was a comeback back-and-forth game. It was one of those bowl games that you sit around around the holidays and you watch. If you and didn't like, predict Mahongo to go off in that, what were you were you paying attention <laughs> What is, is, is does Sindelar have an office? Sindelar has an office job right now. How does he survive? Like how leader. how do people around him survive if he hands them things? It's insane. His rocket. Off. The weird yeah. thing is he never handed anything off, so he's still learning how to do that. You're yeah. right. He can't make the pitch. Coach he throws it at him right in their no, face. When somebody needs a stapler, he just whips it across. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's Dead, in his second job. In he his second job already. He moved uh, back towards Kentucky, I believe, and. Um, I, the thing I always think of, I like try to wrap my head around is somebody's like, hey, anybody want to play like, you know, uh, office softball or any sport? And Elijah, like, you're on my team. Yeah, I got him. I got him. I got the six four yeah, like uh, Demi God over there. The Thanksgiving like flag football touch game or something like that. Yeah, oh, touch football shit. game. You're going to break uh, all your fingers, man. NCAA eligibility. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll take that one. <laughs> He's got to have a COVID year, right? He could play right now. That's the wild thing. Uh, I've thought uh, too many times. Oh, wait a minute. That's a great point. With AOC questionable, bring back a lot. I know. Just for a exactly. game, buddy. You got a game in you? Just, uh, just warming up. Yeah. He, he enrolls in one class. Oh, like him to, him to Charlie, Charlie Jones. Going back to play quarterback. That was on one of my shitty movie channels, by the way. And any sports movie 
It's hard to oh, know. unnecessary roughness? Necessary roughness. Oh, they, that's what I mean. Yeah, necessary. Thank you. As the quarterback, <laughs> Sinbad, um, Jason Bateman at like 22 years old. Um, and and they, 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 what's funny is, you know, sports movies, like they'll either play real teams because they'll get like permission from NFL right. or college right. or whatever, or they won't. They'll be made up teams. Well, the amazing thing about necessary roughness is they played like the Kansas Jayhawks. They played real teams, but then the number one team in the country was Texas. It was not Texas. It was the Texas Colts. It was like a made-up team from like any given Sunday. It was the weirdest, like, are you guys using just if you had permission to use some schools, make one of them the number one team in the country? Maybe it was you couldn't, you couldn't, nobody give them permission to beat a team. Oh, did all those other teams beat them? That's a good point, maybe. But they were Texas State, and I believe Texas State exists, don't it's they? It's a real school. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, that movie is it's Classic. hilarious and dumb. And, and yes. But but I was in high school, and I remember going to see it in the theater because it was a football movie, and I'm an idiot, and I like watching teams that lose a lot. So yeah. Um, yeah. that obviously is carried through. So getting back to the win this weekend. So they beat Florida Atlantic on homecoming. And the best way I can describe this, you guys have certainly experienced this. Win. This is the kind of game. What? The the win. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it was a win. No, what I'm going to get to is I'm sure you've both experienced this. You wake up in the morning, and for a second, you're like, they they did win. Right. Okay. They did. Yeah. They I, did. I feel bad, but yeah. Well, you wake up thinking, oh, gosh, mother. Oh, no. No, they did yeah. win. They did so, waking up yeah. after, like, Boiler Dad and I were spent, you know, as we do usually, we spent the entire pre, uh, you know, the pre podcast talking about fast foods. It's like the morning after eating Taco Bell, fourth meal. It's like the morning after fourth meal. You're like, you, you ate fourth meal. It was great. It was delicious yeah. every time. But now it's the morning. Now you yeah, just, you know, you're going to pay for that one. Sitting. Man, that was that was a that was a, you know it felt probably worse than it actually was because I know you went through things on the quick cast yeah and and there you know there were some things that were fine the quarterback play was was more than fine I I was fine with right, um, with solid. Burton that's the word I and, used I just solid you know, and and you know more than that it was it was when the co- when the coach's game plan. Um, matches the player's skill set right perfectly, and like matches the defense that he sees right. That's all and so, like for that, he, that was good. That, he, that was, I mean, drive was so dialed in. It was drive. calm. I mean, there was there was the one intercept, the one you know, just telegraphed interception yeah, in the third quarter. But like, um, you know, other than that, like he he made good decisions. He took the top off like once, but even then, it was just kind of a deep sideline to Charlie That's Jones. Exactly. Mostly it was okay. mostly it was just uh um I mean for Charlie Jones the, the margin of error is a little bit bigger. Um but that, like that play on fourth down, guys. Oh I was like, he's toast, right? Because it was down in our end of the end of the field. Mm-hmm. And that I was like, why are they running short routes? He went underneath, what he gained an extra three yak, right? Mm-hmm. Huge, huge play. So so let's look. Can we can we real quickly? Let me let me see if I can do this, and you guys can help me. Let's think of key plays. I talked about this in my rap, but you had. I think that that play was huge. Charlie Jones getting the first down on fourth and whatever it was. I think the toe tap by Sheffield was massive. Yeah, I think that that's incredible play. Honestly. And Sheffield, I don't give him enough credit because he makes so many boneheaded plays. That was a great control play. Um, I would say the wheel route to um, to Maccabee, 
towards our corner was Dude. an awesome play. Um, the Downing had awesome. I mean, yeah. oh, Downing played great, 113 yards rushing. But the um, Jefferson's uh, interception Bick. off the carom yeah. by Wahlberg, that's a yeah. huge play. And then, of course, the fumble being returned by uh, Kane. These are all, uh, these are the Sanusi Kane fumble, and then yeah, exactly the the um, interception, but then also the the two point conversion interception, right? Um, oh, the yeah. Um, yeah. who uh, who was uh, oh it was uh, terrible play call, terrible play call, terrible yeah, play call, I mean, terrible execution. It was it was a he probably would have had a yeah. better shot at running it himself, yes. right? Um, and I guess if that was on. Beat. That was on the opposite side. It was their number one, you know, wide receiver that was burning us all game. Like that was burning the corners. Eight or eighty six, because the something. little guy was good, and and the big guy were those two extremes. Because they had eighty six looked like a beast. He was tall, athletic, long strides, and Handsome. then number eight looked like he's about my height. But but if he got on a gallop, oh boy, no Purdue DB. I mean, stay in front of him. I think like you know, getting back to like the Syracuse game, the penalties were just as important, right? The um, pass interference that that was an interception, but it was pass interference. And again, I say pass interference in the most liberal definition of it. I I didn't, you know, I saw it, and it was almost like he didn't really push Kane Dur- or Amina Payne Durham out of the end zone, but he kind of guided him, like he was kind of like hands up in the air and kind of ran him out the back of the end zone. I, like if you're if you're Payne Durham, if you're a you know second round wide um, you know second round draft prospect, like you've got to body him, like you've got to get inside of him. Like yeah, Payne had a weird game too because I thought it would have been a great great opportunity for him to make some noise, and he really didn't do it. Uh, they bottled him up all day. Um, a lot of people were like, it's weird, you know. Purdue Twitter is horrible. We both we all know that. It's yeah. just Twitter. Yeah, Twitter sucks. Um, it's awful. Um, but people were like angry at Payne Durham, like, whoa, 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 let's pump, pump the brakes. No, I mean, like, I, I, I didn't you're think, not, but no, I, but like, I didn't think he had a bad at, game. At Payne Durham, and I'm like, I didn't think he had a bad game, but he that interception that well, it should have been a pick in the end zone, and instead mm-hmm. Purdue ends up scoring. Um, Can you guys help me with one call? There's one call that makes me scratch my head more than anything, and that is the defensive holding by Branson Dean. I have no idea why they made that call. I've watched the play over on video. I watched it in person, and I watched it on the big screen. Can you guys – did you see something happen there? Mm-mm. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny. I really didn't see it. I don't understand it. Um, I don't know what would be gained by a defensive tackle holding on that play, so that's why I'm so confused by the play. Do you guys remember the, the flag that I'm talking about? Yeah. Because it blew, it it was again on a third down. It was, an it was another yeah. one. It was again it was another one half. that, yep, that ended up in either three or seven. Yeah. Um. No, it's yep. seven. It was. It ended up uh, taking them from three to ten, and that kind of put them out ahead. And that you know started. That was like one where like the avalanche could have could have been bad, right? Oh, yeah. You know afterwards. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. Same thing. It's like it was two undisciplined teams playing each other, right? Florida Atlantic was um, – what was the penalty? Florida Atlantic was in inside their own five-yard line, again, on our end, the south end zone, mm-hmm. and there was some sort of flag. It pushed them to the 15, and then that's when the pick was, right? Um, that's that's when um, 
uh, yeah, that's when the whatever sixty yard return. Uh, my favorite penalty by Florida Atlantic all day. Right. My favorite one, and you guys probably remember this. And in person, we may have gotten it better than you did on TV. Was the one where the defensive end got around because they were blitzing all day on Burton. They get around, they make the stop, but he absolutely blew up Burton yeah. after the play, and he's taunting yeah. the crowd as the flag is coming in. His yes. backs turn, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." It's like free and first down. The flags down. are right there, and I'm like, "Yeah, dummy!" It was so good. That was like it, my favorite thing of the whole day. It was a two he wasn't like a jerk. Things. He was kind of silly, right? Am I wrong yeah. about the? I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think any of the. You know, I don't think any of the penalties were wrong. That's or like, I mean, there were there were probably like two. The you know the defensive holding and the pass produced pass interference or the you know the pass interference that benefited Purdue. You know, in the end zone that should have been a pick six in the end zone. Um, and so it's like, I, but it, it just two two teams that aren't that sharp to me. And that and honestly, like we keep talking, okay. we get, and we keep talking around it. So first of all, Purdue is missing six starters or whatever, um, yep. like six really yeah, important starters. starters. I mean, like, and we were talking about it's this. Six. And we were talking about this at the, you know, at the beginning, who's the, who's the player that we can't really afford to lose? Like we, we had that question uh, at the beginning and, and my, yeah, yeah. We were talking Jalen Graham, Jalen Graham and AOC. And, offense, right? so and so it's man. like, but to me, you know, against Florida Atlantic, you can at least keep your level with uh, Austin Burton because of the coaching staff. I mean, this defense without, um, Jalen Graham without, was it Cam Allen who was out or was it, um, uh, oh no, Reese Taylor, uh, right? Who was out. He's the fastest uh, corner. Yep. And like, but you know, none of them are shut down, but they're all depth. And when you lose depth, you wear, like corners wear, corners are the most athletic players on the field, but like they Brown wear out said, so quickly. Tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you guys watched the press comments, but I think he said Brown and... Two of the defensive backs played every down. (laughs) That's really hard physically. And if you wonder why guys look like, like, oh, I know, Trice. I think he said Brown and Trice played every down. That's right. So you have a guy coming off an ACL and Brown, who's never been the best cover corner in the world, maybe looked the part physically, but he's, He's just not the best cover corner. It's, just, it's no depth. That's absolutely no depth. And the, I mean, and the tackling was, I mean, in just in general, kind of wrap up tackling was bad. I think this is the third game this year so far where it's been double digit missed tackles. Um, it's just like it's, it's just r- really sloppy, right? And that leads into, I mean, and so that's you say why stats like that. And it sounds like Purdue's not very good. I mean, like. Purdue's injured, right? And so that was Purdue's injured. And the problem is that you are playing probably the toughest team, like not the best. I th- I still think the best team on the schedule was Penn State. But the toughest team, the team that will punch you in. I'd say they're the most athletic team on the But schedule. the team that will punch you in the face the hardest is who's coming up on Saturday, is Minnesota. Yeah. And that's yeah. why it's, I mean, that's, it, it, it's it's like Wisconsin, you know, the, you know, the Wisconsin. You guys feel good of, about this, right? Yeah, it's great. Great. Uh, what's the line? Perfect. It's bad. It's. it's I don't even bad. know what the line is, but I'm sure I, I don't bet, and I can tell you that I don't feel good about it. Whatever it is. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll tell I, you right now, it was ten at the start of the week. Let me look. It is at twelve now. Yikes! And the over under is fifty two. Twelve is a lot for if you're a decent team, and I, I mean, 
but you can. Well, go and Aiden, but Aiden Jay, is. You've, you've been a pretty. You've been a pretty. You've had some great one-liners to describe this team. Really, to describe the potential of this team. Like you Me? said, a good team wins this game, or oh, yeah. a good team handles their business on this one. Yes. And Purdue has done their best to tell you, oh, we don't deserve to be called good right now. Nope. No, nope. well, I mean, Jeff Brom straight up said it, right? And he was well, like, yeah. we're, I don't yeah. think okay, we're very good right now. Um, I mean, not. that's also coach speak, but. They're also missing a lot of guys, and they are literally, literally two final minute ter- touchdowns yeah. away from being 4-0. Now, Absurd. if they had managed to hold those two things off and everything else was the same, I, I do think we'd be sitting here saying, ooh, that's a shaky 4-0 team. I definitely think we'd still. Oh be yeah, we would. We would. Everyone may not. But they'd be ranked about 14th. <laughs> no, I'm, well, yes, that, well, that's just yes, just would, yeah, just by pro- exactly just they by would. process of elimination, yeah, just because attrition. the season has been so dumb. Yeah. yeah, I think they can. I mean, here's the thing. As we said going into the season, there's nothing on the schedule where you thought, "Oh, there's no way." Like they could beat Minnesota. It wouldn't. Sure. The thing with Brom is nothing surprises you. The losing to Florida Atlantic would have not surprised you. Beating. No, Minnesota on the road won't surprise anybody. Well, I so I, I think if if Aiden plays, it wouldn't surprise me. If Aiden doesn't play, yeah, and right. there's no Graham, and there's no King Daru, and there's and no Cam no Craig, and there's yeah, no Brock and Thompson. Brock Thompson's out for a couple more weeks at least, which really sucks because I was so yeah. excited to watch Brock this. It season. was it was he gave the bowl game and that was it. <laughs> the, he treated really the bowl game for his season, out. right? Like, yeah. oh, man, well, but it rung both he and Graham out, right? So Kyle Sego just put up a great uh, comment in our margin here. The season feels similar to 2019 mm-hmm. with Sindelar and more. Lots of optimism coming in, dampened by injuries to important start. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly. And you said this, Boiler Dad, like two weeks ago. You said yeah. this team's starting to look because of the injuries. You were like, "Ooh, this is starting to look like 19." And that sucks because yeah. if this happens in a year where your expectations aren't great, then you just go, "Well, that happens." But they need the injury luck they had over the last couple seasons this year, and they've not had it. Um, it's but re- reverts to the mean, right? It always it always reverts yeah, to the yeah, mean. They were it's lucky. Like a couple we times. had uh, the Purdue had you know a handful yeah, of good injury problem. seasons, and you know it is what it is. Right? I got an interesting uh, rando trivia for you guys. I was thinking about this after the game, like and so I looked it up. And I don't think you'll get this because this is very hard. But Purdue on Saturday had more rushing yards than passing yards. Do you know the last time that was Ooh. the case? Ooh, good trivia. Okay, 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 I got it. I think I got it. I think I got it. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't say anything. I'm trying to think of what, if you get that right, what will I do? How many hugs do you want? How long of a hug do you want? A long hug. I don't want many hugs. I just want one really high quality hug. <laughs> uh, okay, what do you think the answer is? I think it's Purdue versus Northwestern when Rob Henry was quarterback. Ooh. So that would have been Daryl Hazel's second season. That's my guess. Yeah. I don't know what year that is, but that game was bizarre. And Purdue won <laughs> well, the game. Well, first of all, there's a little bit of a cheat aspect there. Any game where Rob Henry is a quarterback, it's a safe bet to assume there were not many passing games. Rob Henry is the quarterback, right, Rob, and Daryl Hazel is the quarterback or is the coach. Yeah. Like Daryl Hazel thought he had Ohio State's uh, offense when he was at Purdue. That's the yeah. funny thing. Just and run the ball into the athletes. line. Anish, do you have a guess? I think it's Hope Era. Um, I would think it's Hope Era. I wonder if that ever happened during the Tiller era. That's now something that I'm willing – in the 11, 12 years that Tiller was there, I wonder if that ever happened. Um, they had a so- game. They had one game under Tiller where they just kept running because the, the team was 
like putting three down linemen over and over and over. I can't remember. I think it was okay. Brandon Jones and um, Montreal Lowe combined for like, I want to say like close to 300 yards. Like it was a crazy game um, because they just kept, I think it was Illinois or somebody like that, where they just kept putting three down linemen. And they're like, really? I'm I'm going to go with a Corey Sheets game. I'm always a Sheets up the okay, middle yeah. guy. So let's go Sheets up the middle. Sheets is a beast. Okay. So I, I – I, I actually didn't study. Let me let me look at one of no. I I did not, not study know the answer every, of your own question. No no no. I do. The last time it happened was in 2018. It was actually a Brom team. A Brom game. It what? Was. Yeah. How ridiculous is that is. My research tells me it's happened two times with Brom, and and one is going to shock you. So okay. it was 2018, second okay. game of the year, which was by the way. The game before the Missouri game, where Blau threw for five seventy two, um, Eastern, Michigan? Eastern Michigan. Yeah, I was say, it Eastern was raining. Michigan. They couldn't. Sindelar threw for eighty seven, and Knox ran for one fifty two. DJ Knox, wow. shout they out, lost DJ. twenty to nineteen. The next week, Blau threw for five seventy two, and Knox ran for twenty three. And the only other time I could see it happening, <laughs> the only other time I believe it happened under Brom was the year before his first season. I can't believe this. They beat Indiana 31-24. Cinderella threw for 159, and Jones ran for 217. Markel Jones is the IU slayer. Yes. Yes. So good versus IU. But that's twice in the Brahm era, and and this was the first one in over four four calendar years since that happened. Um, And it's only because AOC wasn't playing. That would never have happened this year if it was. But Downing, I mean, Downing looked good. Mockaby is Mockaby's a scholarship guy. I don't know how soon they can get him. I one, think Mockaby but... is the number one back next year. Ooh. Ooh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He's got to put on like he's he can still put on strength, but like, yeah, it could be. Uh, his his he's been impressed. He's got weapons that nobody else has on that team. When he gets up to speed, he hits the hole harder. Uh, he gets around the end faster. Um, the fact that Brom said he's not a good pass catcher and all he did was catch passes. Um, he's got, he's got tools. Um, he's really, really good. The funny thing is downing in person, especially on that first run where he went around the left side, mm-hmm. he looked like he was shot out of a cannon. Yeah. I went back and I watched the film and I was like, he didn't look that fast on the video. I don't, I, I think those were just really, really the right play call. Yep. And the funny thing is Downing very humbly gave all credit to the offensive line, which was great to hear. He just said, he said, did you see the holes that I was given? I mean, it was easy. And he's right. He was, the, the offensive line did a great job really just blasting it, holes. And so to boil it down, like our defense is really where the disappointment is. And like, you know, things mm-hmm. like, you know, stupid mistakes and point conversions and like third downs that need to be complete, the midfield third downs that need to be completed, kind of tightening the screws on offense, really. But the defense's inability um, to stop any kind of momentum without Jalen Graham, you know, on the on the field is disappointing. Now, that Jalen Graham is great. He's an NFL player. He's awesome. He's smart. But, like, you've got to be able to, you know, you've got to be able to fill it. And this this game, I mean, Tanner Morgan's not great, but he doesn't make mistakes. Um, you know. Uh, made uh, him look like an absolute 
all-world player. I mean, it's I can't believe he's years. still there. He's another. No, he's another one. Uh, wait, he's man. AOC is in his, AOC is in his humble year. The difference um, between AOC and Morgan, though, is AOC. Remember his his career started out very slowly at Purdue. Oh, right. Morgan started out pretty much. He was either starting or right there. Right. Yeah. He was. And so, and then they've got. Long time. And then they've got Mo Ibrahim, who last year was unhealthy. And I love he, the guy. That's oh, the thing. He's one of those guys. Geez. I watch him run. I'm like. Man, he's fun to watch. He's so fun. Yeah. It's annoying. It's so annoying that PJ Fleck has a player like that. He yeah. had uh, uh, Rashad Bateman too. That's not fair. He yeah. was awesome. I didn't like Bateman. I do like Ibrahim. I I, I think uh, when Ibrahim went down last year, I was actually a little sad because I was like, I want to see this guy torch people. I like him. Um, uh, he's gonna. You're gonna get. You might get your wish get this Saturday. <laughs> you're gonna get it. You're <laughs> gonna get a front row seat. <laughs> so there are a lot of people in the margins and I, I can read uh, between the lines here that are very, very worried about, um, about Saturday. And I, here's what I feel. Those are the down, lines you're reading. It the comes lines. down to the last possession and Purdue loses. That's what I feel like is going to happen. If it's a, you know, if, it, if it's a OC, I mean, and so, you know, the flip side is that Michigan state might be bad this year. Like they are bad. It, it, again, they, had they they should have had a complete reset after D'Antonio, and it just so happened that they rolled everything perfectly with all of the transfers that they had last year. And um, Kenneth Walker, I mean, was was a Heisman finalist. I mean, he was awesome. And so um, they Skywalker. they might be having their year zero this year, right? So like Minnesota might look really good oh. and not making any mistakes, but it might be against bad well, let me, competition. Let me, I was just going to say, let me back that point up. New Mexico State, Western Illinois, Colorado, and Michigan State are their four wins. Now, and Colorado is the worst Power 5 team. Well, right now. here's the difference, though. They've won just by a lot. Convincingly. Every game. I think they scored two or three games in the 50s. They won thirty-eight nothing, sixty-two to ten, forty-nine to seven, and thirty-four to seven. Okay. I mean, and it's just like That's we were talking good. about this. We were talking about this in the offseason, which is why it's so. I mean, it's it's so infuriating. Like PJ Flex teams are low variance and don't make mistakes. Right. Right. I mean, like it's it, it's to me, wild. it's so ironic when you watch that clown talk because mm -hmm. you're like, he's so so sizzle no steak when he when he's in front of a a, a microphone. He says a, a stupid a shit. Day. You know, it's a. Some would say he's a perfect fit for Auburn, but like, you know, that's just me. I would, I would help him pack his bags. I would love it. I would love all of it. I think he should go. I think he's better in warm weather. I think he's made for the warm weather. Hasn't he? Tight almost, pants. In all seriousness, hasn't he nearly peaked at what he can do at Minnesota? He had a ten or eleven win season. How, how much better can he make the Minnesota football player? Guys like that now. look for the next challenge. He should leave before Saturday. Is what he should saying. leave before Saturday. This is correct. This is what we're saying. What we're talking about. Yeah. And uh, like, I, yeah, uh, we we've had people ask about what about the the possibility of Fleck at Nebraska. I'm like, oh hell no, I don't want any of that. It's not. First of all, he would not leave for Nebraska. He'd leave for SEC. Like I think he'd leave for an Auburn oh, I type. Job, I don't even but, want to flirt with it. I but want like everything you know, it, it's 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 actually, you know, I don't believe in his, uh, you know, shtick at all. No, but like he's been able to build two really he's good mine. programs. He's you a know good, what I mean? He's a good coach. This is the thing. As much as I don't want to say, it, you just have to admit he's a good coach. 
he builds a program with an identity. It's defense first. They pound on offense. He he gets the interior linemen on the same page. That the play calling is solid. They don't make they don't get stupid flags. They're exact opposite of a Jeff Brom. And like when dead when, solid steady program. When he, he the difference is that it's clear he has a shelf life. Like oh, yeah. and when he explodes, he's already, it's going I think to, he's like already I'm amazed he's been there that long, right? I mean, like I, I really do think that like um when it ends for whenever it ends for him, either at Minnesota or at his next school, it's gonna be it's gonna be explosive. Like it's gonna be bad, right? But in the meantime, it's like you run a rock steady program, right? Um and so and like he did the same thing at Western, right? So it's it's impressive, um, you know they're they're really good. Um, them against if AOC is playing, that's really the only place where I feel comfortable is AOC trying to pick up like to to take the top off of their defense. Can you um, AOC and Charlie Jones. Can you bring up Handel's comment. I think it's a great question, and I, I know we all have a similar answer. Handel Jones asked, "Do you think Purdue is competent enough to not make mistakes?" No. I don't know. They give I us mean, they, no indicator that they can do it. They give right. us no I mean, indicator. Right? If you're looking, if you're looking at like uh, things yes. like evidence and like history, then yeah, sure. No, I mean, like, yeah, no, obviously right. not. I was gonna be. I was gonna say, like, if you're looking wish fulfillment, like, sure, they're sure, all good. Sure. They're all they smart. Jeff Rob knows. I could. I mean, prayer, I mean, but stranger things happen, right? Teams put stuff together. They put it all together. Sometimes that happens. It's it it's happens. not. It's not. It usually happens with the Brom team through the year, well, right? I mean, it, it, like they usually they start better, sloppy and get sharp, right? And 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 is this team, you know, he says are they competent enough? Are they capable with the experience? And we this is what we've we've pounded on in the last couple shows. They're too experienced to be this stupid on the field. Mm-hmm. This this that's sloppy, a disappointing part. Yeah. But just right, like you have enough experience that this should not be happening. So, did you guys see my tweet? Yeah. What they're ranked in America in penalties. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad, I bet. Okay, so guess what their rank is. So one being the best, one hundred. I think it's what thirty-seven being the worst. I do, there. If the over under is a hundred, I'm taking the under. Oh yeah, one hundred and ten. One twenty. Ooh. Woof. And like again, this is this is my takeaway it's after the Syracuse thing. game. It's like, yeah, a handful of those penalties were nonsense, BS, among the worst calls that I've ever seen. The rest of them, though, are still bad. Like they're still there. They're still bad. They're undisciplined. Right. And it's like, right. oh, it's tough. That to me is really the toughest medicine to swallow. Like I think we can all deal with. And it's a dumb thing to say to say deal with. We all love the fact that Jeff Brom's program is exciting. We're, I know there are Purdue fans out there. We are definitely not in that group. And I'm guessing if you're here, you're probably not one of the people that says Jeff Brom should be fired. We, I don't understand those people because their, their lack of wisdom, lack of historical understanding makes me nuts. It's, it's, it's fun. Culture. It's a fun brand of football. Jay said it best. Jeff Brom is exactly what he is. He is high highs, low lows. And generally, the mean is up there pretty good. I mean, I would say I, I throw out the injury year, the um, the four win year, uh, because I think that's a little unfair to say you lose your starting and your second string quarterback and say, yeah, you expect them to still have a winning record. I think it's a lot to ask for any program, especially well, a program you- with Purdue's depth 
Well, you know, it was they, the point that Anisha was making about Michigan State. That was yeah. really their year zero because he he right. he got lucky and pulled it together in his first year, and then and then the 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 you know it came due in his second year, and, and the luck wasn't there. And, the, and so, but the on you know on the flip side of this again, if AOC plays even without Jalen Graham, I could see uh, you know Purdue finally ending up on the good side of a shootout with. I did too. I could too. I could sure. Too. You know, and and probably they should have, you know, two of the last four games that Purdue has played against uh, Minnesota. Anish, could you bring up Boilerman's comment? I think it's a good one. And this is a good segue, too. So Boilerman says these are the same people that that say fire painter. Um, So he's saying the Brom, fire Brom people are the same people that say fire painter. I I, I sent uh, a link to, I think, these guys when I when I watched the painter interview this. Did I send that to you guys? Mm-mm. Okay, I sent another thread. Painter had just a 12-minute interview when practice began. If you don't like Matt Painter, after you watch that interview, what the heck's He's wrong the best, with you? man. I want to eat so a good. rack of ribs He's with so him. He's so good. And, and we can all say, yeah, we everyone here in this room, including the people in the margins, we're all heart sick still. They lost to Virginia, okay? Well, let's just all put the given out there. It sucks, okay? But Matt Painter is so good in an interview. Compare and contrast the guy that we were just talking about, Jeff Brom, who is horrendous in interviews, in pressers. He is so bad. He doesn't tell you anything. He looks uncomfortable. He's <coughs> like he's great in person, by the way. You talk to him up close, he's a nice guy. He does not like the media. Painter almost plays with him. He's having a good time. And his encyclopedic um, knowledge, along with his memory that is freakish, He's so darn good at telling you what's happening. Matt Painter right now thinks this team that he's coaching is interesting is what I'm hearing because they can all shoot, which is really, really great. He's also saying, Hey, this team is incomplete because we've got, we're going to have a freshman playing point guard. And he thinks it's a weird thing that if you start a freshman at point guard, it actually stunts their growth. I don't understand that. He's going to be starting a freshman point guard at some point this season. I think it'll be in January. Before that, he's going to do it by committee. I think you're going to see uh, uh, multiple multiple guys playing point that are out of position. Um, but I love Painter in an interview. That's my whole thing. I love Painter in an interview. I don't want Painter, Painter or Brom to leave. I've been very clear about that. But these people that say fire Painter and fire Brom over and over and over – I don't get them because the whole thing you got to say is you, we can all, it's like what you guys were talking about a minute ago, hoping and wishing is nice. But as we get older, we start saying, okay, we have to deal with the real world. Purdue kind of is what Purdue is. I would love it to be different. I'd love for Jeff Brom to become, um, pick a Wisconsin, Michigan state, Iowa coach, right? That tips the scale and says, okay, Purdue goes to the Rose bowl or whatever, every four or five years. I'd love for it to happen. It just doesn't feel like it's going to happen. And so Jeff Brom winning six to eight games a year, I'll take it every damn time. When, right? Um, yeah. In when six USC to eight games, we're going to have three or four really fun games. We're going to have one or two that suck, and they're going to be awful, right? But I think we all take that. And so, so um, before we go to questions, I think the biggest thing is going to be, you know, we, we uh, Purdue has ended September. 
um, you know, with wins against Indiana State and uh, Florida Atlantic. And what was it? A four point loss against Penn State because they couldn't come up with one stop either at the end of the half or at the end of the game. And against Sy- uh, a three point loss against Syracuse because they couldn't, um, uh, you know, not commit a penalty um, or they couldn't convert one more first down or exactly in the, the loss in the stupidest way possible. Now we get to the part of the schedule. We were, we're two and two produced two and two. We were all hoping to be three and one or four. No, but we're two and two going into October, October. We knew was the gauntlet of the schedule. Again, this is a very easy, a relatively easy schedule in the big 10. Um, and so, but, you, this is this is about as hard of a stretch as you get in it, particularly with the way that these teams, at least three of them, are playing. Um, at Minnesota this weekend, at Maryland, who's a good team next weekend? Uh, yeah, good next o- week. Good offense. Good offense, correct. Good offense. Not a great team. Good offense, though. Um, home versus Nebraska, which you know, they play football. Um, and then at Wisconsin, um, uh, at Wisconsin in the end of October. October 22nd, then the bye week. Yeah. How many, what's the record? Um, you know, at the end of October, put it, put it on wax here. Um, cause, but I, cause to me, I see one in three. Ooh. Um, and I see, and honestly, I see one in three. And then November comes around. You've got Iowa at Illinois, Northwestern. You love IU. November. You love November. And I think Purdue goes four and zero oh or three and one in November, right? And but the October could be really tough. Um, you so know, it means you really that. need to go two and two in October to you have really, a season you're not really upset. About. So you see three losses in there. I don't think you say I they lose to Maryland, obviously. Maryland on the road. I think that team is. I with with the way this defense is playing. I mean, honestly, that was the biggest thing coming out of the Florida Atlantic game. It was just so disappointing to see the way the defense played. And if Jalen Graham isn't healthy there, it's like you don't have a you don't have a bailout, right? So, so wait a minute. So many. You're are you cons- are you more concerned with Maryland than Minnesota? I'm not. I don't even. I don't think that Purdue has a chance. Like I'm almost chalking up Minnesota and Wisconsin as losses. I think. I think the two that Purdue has to get, um, if you want that eight win, you know, threshold still is going to be Maryland and Nebraska. Um, and I think Purdue grabs Maryland, or I mean, uh, Nebraska. But I, I Maryland's a coin flip, and because it's on the road and the way the defense is playing. I games have been good this year. <laughs> well, that's why those you early games flip the coin and it just disappears. Like, 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 coin, Coin's gone. Oh hell! What the wind? How did that happen? I, don't, I mean, uh, that's why the, like that's coin. why Syracuse and Penn State were so important because you have this stretch. If you're four and zero right now Absolutely. and you go two and two in October, what's to say? Syracuse, Syracuse was important more than Penn State. I think yes. any level-headed fan would have said. Penn State's a tough game. That's what the, we said. No, this at the Syracuse beginning game is is egregious, right? That's we were not we're right. not level headed fans, and we said this at the beginning of the season. Right. Fine, right. do what you want with Penn State, but the rest have to be wins, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You get one freebie in there, and they okay. So I'm going to be optimist. I'm, I'm going to go first three. on this. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say my optimistic. Well, it's re- what I pick. I'm still going to say eight wins. Well, uh, and I think you may say you I'm crazy, there. but it's all based well, on Jeff Brom's history. And I think they get there in an unconventional way, which is another Jeff Brom ism. Oh, sure. But I they'll think be, they're going to do it. I think they're going to go two and two, two and two yeah. in October. 
Okay. Losing to Maryland okay. and Nebraska, right? <laughs> That's what will happen. That'd be amazing. Uh, no, I think they could shoot them too, and then they lose to Iowa and then win the final three. I think I could. I mean, I could see that. And that Iowa that game has be... scared me since the offseason. Oh, and it should because me. because you can't. They can't beat Iowa forever. Can't keep doing this. You can't keep, keep doing, doing it. it. And it's they not can't. a Kinnick. It. It's oh, not a Kinnick where Purdue actually has partial ownership. Jeff Brom actually owns. It's Kinnick bizarre how it's very. Bizarre. They've got the damn deed of that place. <laughs> This is terrible. They're terrible. Because they should feel ownership. bad. They um, should feel bad. Their linebacker, I think, uh, went out. Unfortunately, he very good. I think he was a linebacker or is a defense something. He is their leading scorer. So it's right. rough. It's it's a tough. That's a it's tough. Rough. It's offense. a tough loss. Their <laughs> yeah. defense has scored more than their offense. Their defense has outgained their offense. It's really, really hard. Come on, what are you doing? If we're gonna let's, let's let's be fun, let's be fun. Here here is a a way that we, most teams you'd say, oh, if you do that, there's no way you come out of this death spiral. But here's here's my off the wall pick. All right, here it is. Purdue beats Minnesota, beats Maryland. Okay, yep. loses to Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, and then wins out because you're like, okay, momentum's gone, yep. or wow, they've got all the momentum. Now here we go, and then uh, pff, lose to the, Nebraska. The, right? the, mean, like, bo- the board sports analytics desk um, just wants to let you know that if Purdue goes two and two in October and three and one in November, they have seven wins. Yeah, seven. that doesn't get you. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't add up to eight. The bowl they get you eight, because you know how good bowl they are. Bowl, you eight. bowl game, yeah, sure. They're reliable. Yeah, which is okay. usually what happens. I'm gonna say seven then, because I I just don't. See- See, I, I think, think exactly. I, still, I think this, I still, I'm so, I'm so, uh, I've got it's a problem. I've got all these historical ideas that are on my so- shoulders, but I saw what you guys saw. I'm not so blind and dumb to say I've missed the result of Syracuse and how they lost. And I missed the Florida Atlantic game and how they lost. I saw it. I think those look, those two games look like a team that's any place from mediocre to bad. Okay. Handle Jones <laughs> says great... bipolar makers. <laughs> That's exactly. that's a T-shirt right there. That's it that is a T-shirt. Be... Maybe that'll show up on our uh, Redbubble. Go to Redbubble.com/slash Boiler Boiler D Boiler D. D. Yep. The D stands for D nozzle. <laughs> Where do you what do you say, Jay? Do you say seven wins is possible? So I say seven. Certainly, right. I think seven is still possible. Five more yeah. wins. Yep. I think, like I said, nothing but surprises again, you... me with Rom. So. But you got you got to win you got to win what three quarters of your games left you know what I mean and that's still that's a lot. Um, get five, one, two, three. Yeah, eight left. Yeah, you're right. Close. I mean, yeah. like it's it's a lot. Yeah. Okay, um, so let's so, let's let's so let's be logical. But okay, Minnesota loss, Maryland 50-50, Nebraska win, Wisconsin of course win. That's a joke. <laughs> loss, Iowa fifty fifty, Illinois. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Northwestern who knows? Win. They're they're better than you think. Yeah, but it's November. Okay, Purdue's going to win two games. All right, they're not going to win another game. <laughs> Fine. I looked at the whole thing. No, I don't think that. That's the whole thing. I don't. I, I can't get the. I can't get to the point where I'm going to resign the season either. I just no. don't believe that because Brom Bromvember is a thing. It's real. If they have anybody, if if AOC is at all healthy, they'll roll through November. At least three and one. 
It's the biggest, I mean, it's the biggest, you know, injury question, you know, so far. And the, you know, the big thing is like whether, um, if they think he is almost there, but not quite, do you keep him out this game? Because it's just, you know, it's just not a great matchup and you just, you know, just times out for another good week of rest for him. Um, coming into a really important yeah, game I think against he was Maryland. held out last week and he could have gone. And I think, yeah. I believe Brom and he talked and said, hey, you know what? Austin can do this. And, and so, I also I mean, think I also think there's a weird loyalty thing happening with Burton. Like, obviously, he, he looked like he had a grasp on the system was there. Oh, he yeah. just does not look like a fit for Brom's offense to me. I I thought he looked fine. They had to tailor it's the not game the same for offense. Him. No, that was it's not, not the same, same offense, right? It's not they the played same. a completely weird version of the Jeff Brom offense. But it's the, it was it, it was it's effective fine. enough, right? right? Yeah, it was fine. Um, you got to love Burton. Like there's another guy in a presser, right? He was great. Like yeah. I loved his answers, I loved his like his attitude was good. I can understand why Brom likes him so much. But man, they can't they can't all the things Brom talks about. He talks about chunk plays over and over. He's in love with chunk plays, right? So, um that'd be a good idea. Um and Purdue can't get big chunks without something weird happening, like a guy missing a tackle. Really, mm-hmm. I mean, they just can't. It's, it, yeah, Jay, I do, mean, do you have a, do you have a real prediction, or you, I mean, do you have one, or do you have a gut feeling there? for October. the week for this for this game um, for the season for the season for the season? No, I like your I like your seven. Okay, or your I know you're saying eight, but I like yeah, your math I, before that brings. Yeah, you to I'm seven. an idiot. So you got to take I, I that. Think, well, the analytics desk is just, that's what right, we're here that's for. Perfect. Because I think the problem is just as, just as I would say, you can't be surprised by anyone. You really can't be shocked if you isolate each of the next, well, let's say three of the next four. If they lost to Nebraska, I'd be upset. But if they lose to Minnesota or Maryland or Wisconsin on the road, it's none of them are shocking. None of that would be shocking. No. So, like, they could easily be th- what? What would that make them? Three and five going into November? <sighs> I mean, that's yep, a problem. But then, if you rattle off that's four straight, problem. like I, I do think that that could, I think that could happen, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it, it, it. The biggest thing though is this weekend. Honestly, if AOC plays, feel good about it. It's better of a. Um, uh, you know, it's is a better uh, shot at a 50-50 game. If it's Burton without Jalen Graham, without AOC, it's going to be tough. And it'd be impressive. I mean, like, again, if Purdue pulled out a win against this Minnesota team, solid, they're tough. Yep. That You know, and the other, you know, the other part of this, and I should be specific about where on the defense, it's the outsides of the defense that are, like, disappointing and against again it was kind of exacerbated against a really fast team like florida state absolutely florida, you look at florida state that was Red the Atlanta. team that danny hope was trying to build you know that's what i mean exactly what it is that's a good comparison and Very it was like it was a speed team on both sides of the ball yep. right yep. and they just beat purdue on the outside corners um and so it's like um against and but purdue it to their benefit purdue is really tough in the middle and so that is going to be maybe where Purdue stops Ibrahim. But if they can get to the outside, like if they can get him, you know, outside in a little bit of space, that's where it could be dangerous. So I don't, I mean, there is a chance, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I still Purdue's, think the I love spread Purdue's is guys up front. They're strong. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
especially the middle guys. Oh, yeah. Yep. By the way, I don't want to. Uh, if you're doing this live, um, if you listen to this recorded, you'll know what happened. I just went over to Twitter to take a look at what our if we got any feedback on Twitter, and I saw in the trending category Tua. Uh, oh, Tua. Oh, it's was carried off the field on a stretcher. Stretcher mm-hmm. hit in the second mm-hmm. quarter. Well, I, so LBD just brought, came in and showed me two back-to-back videos. One was Tua got injured versus somebody where he was concussed and he kept playing. And this yeah, one, the he last got slung week. down, and they took him off in a stretcher. Awesome. So um, it's too bad because uh, it was a back. It, like, they, but they said it wasn't concussion. They said it was a back injury. Like it was a back instability, and so that could have been kind of where it is. It is don't and then Tua's broken his hip, man. When you get paid, just walk away. Do the Andrew yeah. Luck thing. Get your $100 million yeah. and leave. Right. Goodbye. Yeah, don't keep playing. Yeah. Um, so, Let me ask you guys quick before, yeah. before we move on to the next segment because yeah. I know we're, we're very organized. We have segments. Segments. Um, wow. segment. um, who do yeah, you guys Yeah, uh, Jay Money, you missed the pre-production meeting. It's okay. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. Bother we had down. a big meeting. The uh, Boy, the intern on it today. Really good. Um, so who, who do you give Purdue better odds of beating? Wisconsin or Minnesota? I mean, I I I have a mental block against seeing yeah. Purdue win against Minnesota. That's, that's so. the point. That's yeah. The oh, Minnesota. Point. I thought you were going to say Wisconsin. Minnesota. A mental block. Oh, I, I mean the other way. I'm sorry. Against yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. And so it's like I I would say Minnesota, um, but because I just can't see it. That being said, worst. again, like yeah, Jay Bunny, you are entirely right. On paper, Wisconsin is Wisconsin's not very bad. good this year. Uh, Minnesota is great this year, and so it you'd say, you know, the Badgers, but I just can't. But it's still Wisconsin. That's it's twenty years Wisconsin. of ineptitude. I think we're just are we at nineteen my, years something like no, that? No, I think we're. I think it was ninety eight, wasn't it? No, there's breeze. Is it ninety eight? I thought no. so. No, 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 no. Because the Ashante Woodyard team is at oh two thousand, so it's twenty one years. Is that right? Uh, I don't, man. I'm just, I'm just oh, scrolling it's through. Two thousand. It's two thousand. I'm just scrolling through Wisconsin starting running backs, and it's two thousand three. Handel Jones horrors. says it's a house of horrors. I mean, so nineteen JT, years. See, just like I said, because I'm really smart. It's nineteen years. <laughs> JT Melvin Gordon. I mean, like we, just have, Mont- we have multiple answers. It's Ma- Monty Ball, like just rolling just over us. Y'all, back. y'all remember John ball. Clay? Gee, yeah. that man was scary. So, did did you say Handel said 2003? Because that's he correct. does say 2003. 2003, Purdue won in Madison, 26. There you go, the good doctor coming from um, the. And mercy. what's amazing is the they they didn't play for three years before that. The last time they played before that was 2000. They also were in Madison, and Purdue also won. And they won that game. That was the Ashante Woodyard, yes, overtime return. Yes. Things were um, easy back then, guys. Purdue just came out and they beat Wisconsin. It was 2003. I just can't. I yeah. I I cannot. I cannot see it. I'm sorry. Um. I get. I know I that fair. logic Which and analytics only... says it's more likely, but I can't see it. Right. That's also, by the way, by the way, that's also their last win over Wisconsin. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Exactly. Not just in Madison. No, that like, was the last yeah. win. So it's just a complete mismatch and, of and styles, only, and and they've only lost seven in a row in Madison, which isn't. I mean, it's not good, but but seven over 20, 19 years. One, two, three. Hold on a second here. Analytics Six, seven, eight, eight in in West Lafayette in that span. So they so I guess the point is they haven't beaten Wisconsin in nineteen. They haven't won at Minnesota in this stadium at all. 
Nope, that's right. That's right. So I think I love when people say the statistical whatever, you know. They're due. They're due. That's not true. It's not a thing. Yeah, sometimes it's, it's just thing. you can't. Sometimes there's a reason. The reason is style of play. How about yeah. this? How about the fact that Purdue has only beaten Minnesota one time in the last 11 years? How about that? Yeah. That's worse than the Wisconsin. That's Street, much worse. Wisconsin that is worse. has been a beast of a program. Mm-hmm. Right. Minnesota right. is not. Minnesota. So Purdue so that won. That means kill. In, Purdue won in 17. They won in the in Brahms for. Oh, yeah. That's right. They run Clays? Brahms for What's year. his name? Kill and Clays? Both yeah. Both. Tracy Clays. Clays. Was he that? Who was there in seventeen? No, no, that's that was that was no, that PJ's was still Jerry. Year. That was PJ's first year, seventeen. He's been there. That was PJ's because they started season, the same year. Yeah, Sixth year, yeah. season. It's insanity. Yep. Um, but the last time they won, let me it look this impressive. one up. The last time they won in Minneapolis, holy smokes, two thousand seven. Mercy, mercy. And I mean, the most what well, the most recent ones were the Payne Durham uh, uh, pass interference. Um, that was blatant, oh, yeah. and we all definitely saw it. We all definitely saw the pass interference. Guys, yeah, that, that so happened. Um, and then it was the the game that we were at, the last game before this season that we were at when, I what was it, Rondale and um, Eli both went down at the same play. That's a horrible – that's one of my least favorite Purdue memories, full stop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I pulled a Boiler Dad's brother move and just – Exited. Just disappeared. It's, it's gone like, into, the into the ether. It just stared into the went to the Purdue and to fields and, eat, and I just kept walking. Went out for cigarettes and we I never saw Daddy again. Back. Daddy That's never right. came home. Man, that was yeah. So Greg McManus reminds us of the Juan Bentley game, the storm delay, and that's an interesting game for me and my family. All four of us were there. I remember the incredible oh, game. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. My my daughter was a. She was a little, she's a little one. And my wife said, we got to get her home. This is absurd. We've been waiting underneath the concourse. shelter in the concourse? Okay. And I was like, but I said, you know what? You're right. This is dumb. So we got in the car and yelled in the car down 65 as Purdue. And was that a Bentley? Was Was that the Bentley game? He was not driving a Bentley. I was not. Oh, no, yes. I was not. I was driving a I like how he says we were driving down the highway. You said, was that a Bentley? No. No, it was not. But Jawan Bentley, I think, had the interception to steal. It was. It was at the end, or seal it at the end of the game. To steal it. To steal it. To seal it. Minnesota has stolen enough of uh, you know Purdue's thunder. So. Oh my gosh. Um. So, uh, we didn't get a ton on Twitter. You guys are letting me down, but I guess I have to lead you horses to water to make you drink. I have to give you some sort of like a. I have to give you like direction or a question or something like that. Like next week, we'll talk about Oreos because. Man, does this group have some opinions? Oh, do Oreos? we have Oreo thoughts for you? Oh, bizarre! <laughs> if they bizarre, here's how opinionated here's the deal we are on Oreos. If so. they have, if this weekend is unwatchable, next week it's dedicated to Oreos. I don't Oreo think we should talk about Purdue football at all. Yeah. Um, so, w- jumping over to Twitter, though, the one thing that a couple people did point out: Greg McManus was leading the charge. He was begging for a handsome hour because he thinks there should be a thorough breakdown of. We put it on Twitter, so if you haven't seen this, you got to get out to Twitter and take a look. But Hail Varsity Radio, whatever the hell that is, some sort right. of Nebraska thing, oh, I assume. Goodness, um, great. I'm not even sure if it's specific to Nebraska. But anyway, they had on a former coach, coach. A, an abusive coach. Um, I like the picture they chose, though, is of him with a little kid, on, little his shoulders, kid on his shoulders, high-fiving a player because he's such a family man a good guy. who slapped good his guy. wife around. 
Oh, I mean, sorry. Yeah. So anyway, Coach Kaz, they call him. He went it's like on. whenever a, it's like whenever a mass murderer is right. on the news and you see him with his family on a yeah. jet ski. Yeah. 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 He, he the quote. There's many quotes, but he said, "Let's Killed be everyone honest. in this picture." He said, "Let's be honest, Tom Allen." Is there a bigger clown in college football than that guy? For the love of God, we cannot lose an idiot. Now, now, number one, using the we when you're not part of the program anymore is also yeah. kind of weak because it's like you got fired for cause, I believe, and oh, yeah. you suck, and you're not part of it. They don't want you to be part of it. No. And so leaving that aside, I, I think I said in our group chat was it's rare that you're going to find us ever defending Tom Allen, but one thing we've all agreed on is he's not a bad guy, and – he also is a head coach. He's one of the people. He and Lovey are my like my two favorite yes. Big Ten coaches in the last decade. And, and he's let's let's not forget he's an employed, well paid head coach who won eight games a couple of years ago with the, with the Indiana, got them ranked, got them to a bowl game. So you can make fun of him if you want, but what are you, dude? And what is the program you're using? The we do you want to compare? He's, a, he's an effing glory boy from Notre Dame. A Notre Dame player who slaps is a his bad wife. person off the field. Yes, and he's still yes. demanding people call him coach. And yes. now he's talking crap about a guy who actually is doing a job. And he's giving. By the way, he's running around doing media circuit stuff, telling you about IU versus Nebraska. And he's also sounded off about Notre Dame joining or not joining the Big Ten in the last week to a media outlet. Why the hell would anybody listen to this guy? <laughs> I can tell you what, though, you've pissed off Tom Allen. I'm sure of it. And Tom Allen is a rah-rah guy. There's, I think IU exactly wins what he needs. Bloodies them exactly. You just threw gasoline on the fire. If there's one thing Tom Allen's good at, it's motivation. I think his players like him too. Oh, they love him. You've got you've got a room full of Purdue fan, fans rooting for IU over Nebraska, and it's not even close. Exactly. <laughs> like, and we lot. put it to the group chat. We're like, yeah, we're all rooting yeah. for IU. What are you talking we're about? IU now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, in this case, yes, we do. And we'll yeah. all admit it. We'll all go out in public and admit it. Absolutely. Yeah. This Absolutely. is a good versus evil thing, too. A guy that beats his wife. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so I, I do want to uh, – so everybody's talking in the in the, in the right hand. Everyone's reliving their memories. Yeah, all of you have to be fun. of a certain age. People are talking – Kevin Past is talking about um, – Brandon Hans comeback, by the way. That's the greatest Purdue-Minnesota game. That was – Still unbelievable. The pre- it's unbelievable. <laughs> it makes no sense. If you Which watch any was, football, you're how like, did no. that, what was the Hans ending? leads them back and he, he brings oh, one. What they get the ball back? Like 20 seconds to go. He gets yeah, them no in the field goal outs, range with no time. Yeah, no it was absurd. Outs. Absurd. The benefit of the clock stopping to move the chains is how Purdue won that game. Right. That's it. Because Hans that's, would throw a pass. Gosh darn it. They'd move the chains and he'd tap the ball and he'd throw a pass. I re- okay it yeah yeah and it, and like it was a field goal it was door was yes, it Dorsch? Dorsch. yeah 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 yours yeah, yeah. Mister Automatic that was yeah. Brandon's <laughs> always said it before he went into porn or whatever he wound up doing next he's a uh, doctor he was, of <laughs> sports psychology you jackass whatever he <laughs> is he's a horrible mean spirited no, porn what he had the porn mustache that maybe that's what that's true that's true yeah so the thing I wanted to point out though is somebody says. Kevin Pass says, porn. I think we had a... What? What? I'm still laughing at you said he went into porn. I can't get over that. It's amazing. <laughs> That's a different football uh, alum. Sorry. Um, Kevin 
also says this one just makes me laugh because of boiler dad the era you and i grew in but kevin must be our age because he says i think we had a big win in mini with allstott it was a shootout if i remember right every game from about 1990 to 95 with minnesota minnesota was like 59 to 56 horrible It, it was always two teams that could not do could not stop anyone um, at least that's my memory. Let me look here. Yeah, no, no, I, I completely it, agree. And I, you're going to look at it. It's going to be not the case, but I, no, no, I remember it the same way. 59-56 is literally right. a score. Purdue, right. uh, I'm sorry, Purdue lost 59-56 in 93 to <laughs> fun, Minneapolis. Fun, fun, fun. They, lo- they won 49-37 the next year. They lost 39-38 the year after These that. These are great. Two years later, they beat Minnesota in Minnesota in 97. 59-43. Like, th- these – it's ridiculous. They just—they're amazing. These are amazing. And those were games. ninety-three too. Ninety-three was one of the worst Purdue teams ever, and they lost. They scored fifty-six points and lost. It's amazing. Wait, amazing. Is that so? Who would have been at the con there? It wasn't Matt Pike putting the driving the team up. Ninety-three. Had to be Trevsker. Not ninety-three. Trevsker, you told me right? Pike was the one starting in that. That's the one and eleven team. Gosh darn it! I, I think it, it had is. to be Tresker though. It had to be Tresker. Tresker could actually sling it a little. Dickin. No, not ninety three. Too too soon, right? I don't think he was there yet. Yeah. Um, oh, he was there. He was on the roster in ninety three. He wasn't throwing the ball. He wasn't no. passing. Them. But I mean, hell, like Pike Tresker, and there's a third quarterback that that kind of played into the. Oh, it doesn't matter. Why the hell do we care? All right, that's not, that's not important. It's not important. Well, uh, the great the great part about the uh, the interwebs is you can find this kind of stuff. Uh, oh crap! It's not there. Literally, it's listed on Sports Reference, but there's and no box, the box score. score. <laughs> Great. It's too long ago. It's like this was before the box score existed. No, that's not true. That's a lie. That's a lie. I I guess can't see a Matt Pike team ever, scoring that many points. Have you that's ever tried to watch a game? Have you ever tried to watch a game from like 1995? It's yeah, wild. I was at them. No, no, no. There. On the TV. I was in college at that point. Yeah, your eyes are still the same. In fact, your eyes are a little worse right now. Better. So it's probably, yeah, then the game yeah. probably looked better in person. Purdue but on scored TV, more. It was always an HD in person. <laughs> at the time, at the time, Purdue had scored scored more in a loss than any college team ever had. Yeah. Neither of you Mike, needed glasses. Mike Allstott had five touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, there man. It may have been Pike. It may have been Pike. That's an incredible thing because – I'm telling you, Pike could not push the ball up the field at all. And they had Brian Alford on that team. Future NFL wide receiver for the Giants, I believe. Purdue coach Jim Coletto said, we did it the hard way, they did it the fun way. My kidney is hurt from yelling so much. That should be on his tombstone. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's a great quote. And we all, all right. So well, to sum up, to, to wrap it all in a, it's like to, like a twenty point loss. Really <laughs> oh. What's that? Uh, I'll the, take a fifty nine fifty six game this weekend. That's there like you fun. go. Oh, yeah, like, it's I I think it'll be like forties thirties. You know, forties to high twenties. I think it's, it's you're saying take you the know, over because it's uh, over under is only fifty two. Yeah, I'd probably say take the over. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. If it's AOC's not going to rain. Take the over. If AOC's playing, yeah, exactly. If AOC's playing, take the over. I think yeah. he's playing. There's there's a rumor on Golden Black that he was seen in a uniform after Gasp. Tuesday practice. 
There's no proof that he actually practiced, but maybe he's just modeling it, just showing how it fits. It's yeah. Halloween. They didn't see what kind of uniform. Maybe he was in an Air Force uniform. That's, Who knows? That's exactly. That's a good point. That's an I didn't see that. Yeah, he's seen in a uniform. Maybe he's in a Boy Scout uniform. Right. That's a good guy. He's right, going on the way from you. practice to a meet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's probably he's married now. He's like, you know, he's volunteering he's in the community, community and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Makes yeah. sense. All good stuff. Uh, like to thank so we say win, win, win. All three of us. Oh, right? yeah. Lots of wins. Yeah. Great. Yeah, um, no problem. Being together watching Purdue football virtually together is a win in my book. That's a win. That's a win. Yes, correct. Continue, Jamie. No, I just wanted to thank our sponsors. Now, I know we always laugh because we sometimes forget to mention them until the end. However, they are always in the voiceover intro. We do thank our sponsors. Uh, Martin Vintage, enter, fifth, enter, boil, enter 15 and you'll get boiled off. Enter boiled at checkout. You'll get boiled off. 15% off. Um, uh, and go to AJ's on Vine Street in West Lafayette. And again, I can say uh, with experience, it is is good stuff. It's a good experience. It's a good spot. It's um, good, comfortable seats, good food, good beer. Um, don't push the little magnet thing in the bottom of your beer, though. No. Until you're done. Because you'll get, you'll get, you'll get wet. <laughs> Jay Money and, and uh, Boiler Down saw each other last weekend, and uh, they, they got boiled off with each other. It was great. <laughs> we did. I don't know what that means. We entered 15 and we got boiled off. <laughs> what you're saying. I'm not sure what that means. Um, uh, it was great. We had two. We had a great parking spot last week. We had two grills going. It was beautiful. We can answer that great. question by Noodle. I will. Noodle asked Gridiron Metalworks back as a sponsor. No, nothing. Nothing nope. in that. Screw those guys. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's not true. We don't we, even we, know. We don't even know who's in charge at this point. Anisha and I were talking about the fact that Derek Deltz literally just just vanished Evaporated. and that's a big guy to vanish but he vanished into there. the ether i mean he just is gone big... he, he deleted his socials and he sold gridiron and no, yeah, no we've, idea we've, i've texted him i've got his put the bat signal out for derek derek just blinked blinked twice if you're responded. okay he has responded he has he's doing okay he's doing okay he had a rough summer personally he had he had great thing happened and then he had a rough thing happen and he's doing okay but but the weird thing is like super engaging guy and now Charisma, yeah, it's uh, brilliant. Yep, yep. Uh, but uh, I, I but do we had a good, we had a solid tailgate. We had some people coming up, so yep. that was good. And it was good. It's a good time. It was a beautiful day. That was oh the gosh. other thing. Took Jay Money Junior around. Uh, the problem when you show a twelve-year-old uh, around campus on a gorgeous day, clear blue skies, is that he wants to go there and he thinks it's like that every day. Every time, Just a yeah. gorgeous mid-seventies, like clear blue skies like, day on homecoming. So families are yes, happy around. Like this all the time here. Indiana. Everything was decorated. Always, always seventy-two and sunny. It was days. full. Every flower was in full bloom. Pretty girls are out in their shiny gold pants. Oh, oh, exactly. We saw that over and over. And Charlie, and so and so he was like, "Wow, now I want to go to Purdue." And I'm like, "That's this is this is why this is it's dangerous. This is how you get sucked in." Oh man, go somewhere that wonderful day, happy. wonderful day. You can at least go somewhere warm if they lose. FAU, perhaps. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, well anything yeah. else you boys have? We're at a minute, an hour thirteen, and I think that's no, more than enough fun. damage. Fun. Thanks for everybody yeah. tuned in live. Um, thanks to my uh, similarly dressed co-hosts. 
Um, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, and uh, thank you, listener, who is listening on delay. Um, have confidence. Good things are coming maybe in October, maybe in November. Until then, love you guys.